This week on Talking Central Arizona Sports, a rough weekend for local high school football teams. Hello everyone, my name is Torrance Thunham and welcome to a weekly podcast catching you up on the latest with Central Arizona sports teams from high school to college and professional. Part of Talking Glass Media's Cast 11 podcast network, the show features game previews and recaps, along with interviews with coaches and players and much more. Let's start off the show with Bradshaw Mountain football. In a rare Saturday evening high school football game, the Bradshaw Mountain Bears couldn't climb out of an early hole in their home opener in Prescott Valley as they allowed three touchdowns to the Buckeye Hawks in the first quarter of a 34-22 loss. After Buckeye opened the scoring with a touchdown, junior running back Gabriel Ricketts would respond with a touchdown for Bradshaw Mountain. But that would be it for the offense until the end of the third quarter. A back-breaking 95-yard touchdown on a third and 28 for Buckeye increased the Hawks' lead to 28-7 in the third quarter. Bradshaw would make things interesting near the end of the game. Grady Rose had a rushing touchdown after a 43-yard run by Ricketts, later followed by Rose finding senior receiver Tanner Mitchell for a 40-yard touchdown pass. A successful two-point conversion would bring the deficit to six with eight minutes left. However, it would be too little too late for the Bears as the Hawks were able to hold off Bradshaw Mountain and score another touchdown to escape Prescott Valley with the victory. Here's what Rose had to say about the team's second half. I think you're going to see a big, big reaction from the team. I mean, we're a young team. I mean, Micah Mountain, we came out strong. And uh, I, think, I think our team showed a lot, of, a lot of heart coming out the second half. We put up some points. Bradshaw Mountain head coach Bob Young echoed his senior quarterback. We got ourselves in a hole. And I was proud of our guys when it was 28-7. to It had been real easy to give up. But we kept playing ball and, you know, made a game of it at the end. We worked too hard to quit. And I, I think they understood that. And they, they knew we were better. We didn't play very well the first half. And we just needed to come out and play, you know, do a better job. And we make a good game of it. And they did that. Young also said the early hole forced Bradshaw Mountain out of its preferred game plan, which was to rush the ball and pass when they wanted to. At the end, we had to pass every play, and that's not, that's not our style. Our style is to run and throw when we want to. So, um, I, I, you know, I have to go back and watch film, but they did a good job shutting down most of our running game. But, you know, we threw because we had to. We got behind, and that's not really our style. The Bears, now at 1-1 one one on the season, travel down to the Valley for a matchup with Combs on Friday at 7 p.m. Combs is 1-2 on the year with a win over St. Mary's and losses to Coolidge and Apache Junction. Chino Valley football also had a tough week, losing to River Valley at home 55-6 on Friday night. Even with the loss, it was another good week for senior running back Johnny Parrish as he rushed for 196 yards. The Cougars are 2-3 now on the year and will take on Florence at home Friday at 7 p.m. Florence is a perfect 5-0 on the season with a 14-12 win over Coolidge last week. Meanwhile, the Badgers, after a well-deserved bye week, will host American Leadership Academy Gilbert North on Friday at 7 p.m. The Badgers have opened the season 2-0 with a 43-0 win over Carl Hayden and a 62-28 win over Glendale. Now it's time to whip around Central Arizona sports teams and get you caught up on previous results and what's to come this week. 
keeping with Prescott High School, the Prescott High School badminton team swept Barry Goldwater 9-0 on Thursday and improved to a perfect 7-0. The Badgers also finished in third place as a team at the Foreigner Invitational at Sunny Slope over the weekend. They will participate in the Chaparral Firebird Invitational on Saturday. The Prescott High School girls volleyball team got a 3-1 win against Coconino on Monday, their first on the season. They are now 1-7 overall, but 1-2 in region play as they get ready to take on rival Bradshaw Mountain in Prescott Valley on Wednesday at 6 p.m. The Badgers boys and girls swim teams also have a match on the road this week on Thursday against Mesquite and Flagstaff. The Prescott High School boys golf team has a match against Lee Williams on Tuesday at the Antelope Hills Golf Course in Prescott, while the girls golf team plays Mingus Union at the same location on Wednesday. Switching over to Bradshaw Mountain now, the Bears girls volleyball team picked up a 3-1 win against Mingus Union on Thursday and improved to 3-3 overall and 2-0 in the region. They play rival Prescott at home on Wednesday at 6 p.m. The Bradshaw Mountain boys and girls swim teams also play bassist Flagstaff and Buckeye Union on Thursday at the Mountain Valley Park Pool in Prescott Valley. The boys golf team will play Mingus Union and Mojave on Tuesday at the Prescott Country Club at 3 p.m., while the girls golf team plays Mojave on Wednesday at 3 p.m. also at the Prescott Country Club. Now on to Cougar Country as the Chino Valley boys soccer team plays Tuesday at 2 p.m. at home against Madison Highland. The team is 4-0 on the season so far, getting a 7-1 win against Holbrook in the last game on September 13th. The girls' soccer team also remained perfect, earning an 8-0 win against Camp Verde on the road on Thursday. Now at 6-0, they play Northland Prep on Tuesday at 6 p.m. in Chino Valley. The Chino Valley girls' volleyball team went 1-2 last week, losing to Fountain Hills and Northland Prep while beating Borgade Catholic. Now at 4-4 overall and 1-1 in the region, the Cougars hit the road to play Wickenburg on Tuesday at 6 p.m. Switching over to collegiate sports now, the Embry-Riddle men's soccer team went 3-0 last week with wins over Arizona Christian, Pacific Union, and Simpson. Jauer Oliveira scored both goals in the 2-1 win over Simpson on Sunday. They have a 5-2-1 record as they hit the road to play Soka in California on Thursday before playing St. Catherine on Saturday. The women's soccer team also had a good week, picking up wins over Pacific Union and Simpson. Paige Thompson scored the lone goal in the nail-biting 1-0 win over Simpson on Sunday at home. They also play Soka on Thursday and St. Catherine on Saturday in California as they try to continue an impressive season with a 5-1-1 record. The Eagles women's volleyball team went 1-2 last week with losses to St. Catherine and Westcliff, but a win against Providence Christian. In the 3-1 loss against Westcliff, Emma Barber led the team with 22 kills. At 6-7 on the season, they next play against Simpson on Thursday, Pacific Union on Friday, and UC Merced on Saturday, all on the road. The Embry-Riddle men's and women's cross-country teams participate in the Cal State San Marcos Cougar Challenge on Saturday. The Yavapai College Rough Rider men's soccer team blasted Chandler Gilbert in a 7-0 win at home on Saturday. The game featured goals from five different players, with Andrew Del Gudis and Ian Topet each finding the back of the net twice. At 3-1 overall, they play next on the road Tuesday at 4.30 p.m. against number 20-ranked Mesa before returning home for a matchup against South Mountain at Ken Lindley Field on Saturday at 3.30 p.m. 
The women's soccer team also got a win against Chandler Gilbert at home on Saturday, beating the Coyotes 2-1. Hannah Hurtado and Emma Alvarez scored the goals. They also play Mesa on the road Tuesday as they look to even up their record at 4-4. The team then plays South Mountain at Kenlin Lee Field at 6 p.m. on Saturday. The Avapai College women's volleyball team went 1-1 in the College of Southern Nevada tournament on Saturday, getting a 3-1 win against the College of Southern Nevada, but then losing 3-1 to number 7 ranked Utah State University Eastern. With a 3-7 overall record, they host Phoenix on Friday at 7 p.m. Now you're caught up on Central Arizona Sports. Join us next week on the show when we recap all three local teams' football games as the season rolls on. I'm Torrance Dunham, and this has been Talking Central Arizona Sports, part of Talking Glass Media's Cast 11 Podcast Network. Have a great week, and then we'll see you back here next Tuesday.